Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bank at Night. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Releases are being made across the NFL. Trades happening before you get released. Hey, we want this guy. Let's make a deal. The Jags have traded uh, Sidney Jones, but on two teams. He's a, he's a, two, he's a second round pick in 2017. He was on the practice squad most of the year. For the Jags last year, got elevated, got put on injury reserve towards the end of the year. But this is what happens with draft picks. That's why nobody's safe, man. Even if you're drafted in the fourth or fifth round, sixth round, this theory, you got to be a little worried about it. So if you've seen third and fourth round picks cut in the NFL, especially on a year like last year where there's no combine, you're going to see more and more of these cuts come down. We're like, oh, they spent a third round pick on them. Yeah, they did. It's why the Chiefs giving up draft picks this year. When you trade for Orlando Brown and you're willing to part ways with the first-round pick this year, brilliant. Like Sam Cosme, Liam Eikenberg, they might be fine NFL players at one point. Might not be left-tackle left type guys. Might have had to play it here. Left tackles in college, we'll see what happens to them. But again, I don't know if they're ready to play. Weird year in the NFL. Makes the Chiefs uh, making that trade for Orlando Brown even look better. Better than the fact they got a guy that was uh, on a team of a rival. Sal Perez, who I want to talk about now, he's been named the American League Player of the Week. MLB uh, acknowledged that to him um, for August 23rd through 29th. A stretch in which he hit, just, just in the week, 23rd or 29th. He hit 357 across uh, the seven games. Six home runs, 14 ribs. He's got up 92 now. He's third in Major League Baseball in ribs. He's having an unbelievable year. Five straight games with a home run. He's at 12 in the month, tying the Royals record. Five straight games, ties Mike Sweeney. It's first Royal to win this award since Mondi, believe it or not. Mondi won this award back in September. But he's homered down six of seven games last week, including the last five. He keeps doing things that... Are unbelievable. He's become much watch TV. You do not go to the fridge when Sal Perez is up. You just don't know what he's going to do. And hopefully the fans 
show up. Yeah, he's Shohei Otani's probably going to get the MVP. Not probably. I mean, look at look at what he's doing, pitching and hitting. But Perez sits four home runs behind Otani now, or three. He's that close. Forty-one to thirty-eight, the starting uh, battery in the All Star game. Otani and Sal Perez, the two leaders in home runs. But what he's doing, especially at his age, and what is it for? Is it because he, two years ago he had the Tommy John was off? Because of the shortened season last year, the way the Royals are using him this year, whether a catcher or using a DH, trying to preserve him, or he stays in the game. But again, I hope the fans really go out, show their appreciation for Sal Perez. If you don't get Bobby Witt Jr., again, the Royals, keep this in mind, they have a 26-man roster. They can only go up to 28. This isn't September's of the past. It's only going to 28. It's not the five, six guys. Actually, the way you could do it is you could bring up every person on your 40-man roster in previous years. Most teams, like the Max, would usually be about 10 players. And you'd see, like, the temporary lockers set up at Kauffman Stadium. They called all these September call-ups up. But they need more. Instead, it looks like one pitcher, one hitter. Like, who's that going to be? Is that going to be Bobby Wood Jr.? Or are they going to wait till next year? Because he's not on the 40-man at this point. Or are they going to wait till next year? I don't know. But this, Sal Perez, gives you something to watch. Something to listen to. Some reason to go to see what Sal Perez is doing. Because what he's doing is making a run at MVP. He's legitimately a candidate for MVP. Obviously, Otani is a major, major roadblock. But still, he's turning heads. The guy's building his Hall of Fame resume right in front of us. And he's quickly becoming. It's not a hot take anymore. When you say Sal Perez is the second best Royal in history. And we can argue back and forth to Frank White. Guys like that. No, I think it's Sal Perez. He's got the ring, World Series MVP, and his numbers are absolutely incredible, especially for a catcher. Again, the previous mark for American League catchers in the history of this game, which it's been around a minute or a century, whatever you want to call it. No American League catchers had more than Carlton Fisk at 37. Sal's already passed it. Johnny Bench holds the record for all catchers with 45 when he was with the Cincinnati Reds. That's an earshot. That's an earshot for Sal Perez. Josh Vernier joined Fesco in, the, uh, Fesco in the morning this morning at about 7.30, and he was asked what stands out most about Perez's impressive season. 25% of the Royals wins this season. Salvi has driven in the game-winning run. Uh, that That is special for it. T- Look, I understand 59 wins. Everyone wanted uh, more. But going into a game, if you're an opposing manager, it's it's pretty simple to break down this Royals lineup. You say, okay, we can't let 13 beat us. Anyone else can beat us. And yet, uh, 26% of the time, Salvi's the guy that ends up beating the opposition. I'm impressed by that number. I'm impressed by his strength. It doesn't matter where you throw uh, the pitch to Salvador Perez down and away. He still has the ability to reach down and belt it 420 feet to dead center field. I'm also impressed, and and this might sound uh, silly to some, but like we've all watched with Tom Brady, with LeBron James, as they age and their physical attributes begin to diminish slightly, uh, their mental capacity for the game uh, their preparation for the game their knowledge of the game makes up for that physical decline 
that's what great players do. And I think when we're talking about catchers, I, I know it's when, when you think about great baseball players, you think of Mike Trout and Willie Mays, you think of the athletic shortstop or center fielder. But when we look at the catching position, Salvi is a great, and, and greats don't fall off in their early 30s, mid-30s, which is a reason why even before this season and uh, feel even stronger about it now, I expect this, maybe not 40 home runs, 45 home runs, but I expect a middle-of-the-lineup bat from Salvador Perez for the duration of this contract, which suddenly should make everyone a lot more comfortable with the idea yeah. of him serving as the designated hitter, first baseman, and catcher moving forward. And what two players for the Royals and the Chiefs in their 30s keep getting better every year? We say the same thing about Travis Kelsey. It's Sal Perez. They keep getting better in their 30s. Even Mike Matheny, who was on Sirius XM uh, MLB radio, in, in Salvador Perez... He's in his 30s. As a matter of fact, Salvador Perez is uh, 31 years old now. Stays 31. He'll be 31 at the beginning of next season. He turns 32, not until May of next season. Here's Mike Matheny about him just getting better in his 30s. Salvi is, uh, I believe, just almost a, a different animal in the fact that uh, this guy is one of, one of the elite hitters in the history of the game for plays that position. And uh, the power that he brings, um, but it's also the, the durability it's also uh, the defense. Uh, the guy has a great arm. They both throw extremely well. Uh, Salvi's also just got this gift of making other people better and as an ambassador of this game. So he's getting more and more uh, artistic where he's taking so much pride in how he calls a game and how he runs a staff. He's not just content with hitting his home runs or throwing guys out. He wants to be the best at blocking the ball. He wants to be the best game caller. Uh, we're watching this guy just get better as he's into his 30s. And I think the ceiling is just going to keep raising because he's, he's working on his body. He's trying to be more disciplined in what he's doing and how he, how he handles himself and recuperates. Because I once asked Mike Matheny when he joined the Mike Matheny show, he was in for a Fesco and, and Kling one day. And it happened to be Matheny's uh, day. He comes on every single Wednesday, 9 o'clock, with uh, Fesco in the morning about something Pedro Martinez had said years ago, a couple years ago on MLB Network, saying Sal Perez will be a manager. Like, the dude has got that acumen. Now, I don't know if he will or not, because superstars or stars of the game don't typically make managers. Some do. Some go that direction. Others don't. Front office, so they buy a team, generally the direction they go. But he's got that football acumen. Heck, can you look at these major league baseball teams? A lot of these guys are former catchers. That are managers. I mean, the Royals have done it. Ned Yost, former catcher, backup, Mike Matheny, four-time Gold Glover as a catcher. You start to see it more. Josh Vernier tweeted out only 15 players in baseball history have played 1,000 games at catcher and hit more than 200 career home runs. Salvador Perez hit his 190th. Seven have hit 300 home runs. Six of them, Hall of Fame. That shows you the trajectory. Right there, Nyadi's last year is next year. Sal Perez does have a little bit more of an OPS, but Yadi played 19 years. We'll see what happens. Dave Holtzman, who does uh, stats on, on Valley Sports, says it's not officially a record, but they can say this. No American League pet player, and this is where the whole Elias thing comes in, no American player, league, league player appeared at least 75% of his team games at catcher hit more runs, has hit more home runs in a season than Salvador Perez. So there you go. That's that caveat. Because again, with Fisk hit 33 at catcher for 
at DH. Pudge hit 35 at the catcher position. Sal's hit 25 at catcher, I think, or 26, because 12 of them were when he was a DH in this year. But again, who cares? Who cares? It's still the best catcher I've seen with the Kansas City Royals. Still the second best player in Kansas City Royals history to me. Any arguments from you on that? Of course, there probably won't be since you're modern, uh, modern guy. I'm shocked you even let me talk about it because I can't even. I don't have any recollection of anything pre 2000. I know you don't, and you didn't insult me one time. Back there munching on your uh, your Tide Pods. No, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the the numbers speak for themselves, and he's having a heck of a year this year. He's got the ring, which is important, and he's going to be way up there in All Star voting and. You know, someone at my other job today was actually talking if he could ever pass George Brett to be number one for the Royals. Man, I don't know. George Brett's like one of the best in the history of the game. I didn't think so. I don't think he does. Now, I mean. You don't think it's a conversation even worth mentioning? Not, no. Okay. No, not at this point. Not even even worth mentioning. Fair enough. He was a batting champion in three different decades. I'm not arguing with you. I don't have a frame of reference to really. George is going to be almost impossible to pass. I will say this, though. Kansas City, in the Royals franchise, they needed Salvador Perez to be that guy. I mean, yes, Alex Gordon was part of that group in 2015 that won it. People in this town love Alex Gordon. But they needed a superstar of this generation. They had it in George Brett. He was a bona fide superstar in the 70s and 80s, right? It's George freaking Brett. The Kansas City Royals needed Salvador freaking Perez. Because they had that guy. George Brett won 85 ring. He was in the 80 World Series. Perez was in the 14 World Series. Was in the 15, named MVP. Like, that generation needed that guy. Because they need that retired number to signify what they had on that playoff run that we all became so enamored with the Kansas City Royals. I saw changes in this town I've never seen before. I remember going and doing Fan Fest back when he was out here in Overland Park. Like in 12 and 13, back there, before they even moved the Bartle. They didn't need the space. Then they needed the space. And then as you went from 13 to 14 to 15, Bartle Hall has these partitions where they could be opened up for more space. Guess what the Royals kept doing? Adding more space. Then they had to do timed entries. In 16, the team was so popular. People just wanted a piece of the Kansas City Royals. Hell, the city sends out those surveys every year. People didn't give a damn about taxes or potholes when the Royals are winning. It's amazing what winning does. It's truly amazing when you win. What happens? But the Royals needed Salvador freaking Perez. They needed him. They need that guy to stamp and say, all right, those are the Salvi years. Yes, Hosmer's part of it, but he went on. Mustakas was part of it, but he went on. Sir Alex Gordon stayed. But again, you're talking... One of the best ever disposition in Salvador Perez. The guy that will be going to the Hall of Fame. He will be in Cooperstown. I know there's a whole bunch of talk and maybe, maybe. No, he will. He'll get there. He'll get there. He's got enough respect in this game. These players love him. He made that all MLB team last year. He'll get another silver slugger this year. Guys in this league love Salvador Perez because how nice a guy he is and how much he shares with other players. I mean, you see the way he works with the pitching staff. Like, can you think of anybody better to be behind, behind the plate when you're trying to groom these 2018 draft class pitchers? Who would you rather have than Salvador Perez? Nobody. But this town needed that because you got to be able to stamp that Aaron time. You have to. 
Because you're kind of looking for it and you're asking, yeah, maybe Gordon, maybe Moose. You know, Kane was great. He made a run at the MVP. You know, a big part of that. But Salvador Perez, he leaves you no options. It's it, it's Perez. That's the guy. That's the guy that's going to have a statue in the outfield. And I've made my wishes known for the longest time. I want an ever-flowing water bucket. Say what you want about the Salvi Splash. That became a thing in this town that people liked. Make fun of all you want or, you know, it's getting old, whatever. I don't care. I loved it because the fans loved it. That 10-year-old kid that's in the stands wants to see Salvador Perez pour Gatorade or water over somebody's head. They went down in droves to get selfies in front of the the uh, Salvador Perez uh, billboard they had last year, right? Or a year or two ago. I forgot. But remember the Salvador Perez splash? People went and got their picture in front of it. People love that. And they would love sticking their heads underneath the fountain. We are the city of fountains, okay? That we are, Grant. I don't know if you knew that or not. They teach you that in your history books, but... The town you live in, you grew up in, City Fountains. I knew that. I knew that, Bing. Give me a little bit of credit there. I think that's a fun idea. I think that's a great idea. It's, it's so who he is. Yeah, what he is. It's who the city is, too. It's fun. But do you agree? Like, every era needs to stamp. Like, the Chiefs, well, this whole era is going to be known as the Patrick Mahomes era. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, there, there needs to be a talisman that you can kind of point to and be like, I was there. I watched Salvador Perez play. In all these different games. All these other guys came through, but... It Sal, needs a timestamp. You know Sal was there all, every time. You know what? The next generation might be the Bobby Witt stamp. If he comes up and does the things we think he can do and win another championship or whatever, those might be the Bobby Witt years. Because with the Royals, you had good players, ancillary players like Frank White and Carlos Beltran. Johnny Damon was here. Mike Sweeney. A.O. Willie Wilson, former batting chip. He had great players around it. And they had some really nice players for the Kansas City. Matter of fact, they were the highest payroll in baseball in 1989. Why? Explosion of cable television happened after that. Let's they just, were. Let's just hope Bobby Witt and Salvador Perez overlap for a, a good number of years here. That's the hope. That's so. I'm just glad the, there's kind of a stamp for it, you know? So we look back and say, all right, the Salvi Perez, the Sal Perez years. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a player that likes playing the game more than him. Honestly, the smile's infectious. It's real. It's not fake. It's real. You know, I remember, you know, covering the Royals the last couple of years, and he'd walk down there in the clubhouse, you know, when the players were talking or done talking. He's sitting there bouncing like a soccer ball or any ball, just like off the wall one night. And I walked over there and I said, aren't you tired, man? <laughs> he just caught another game in like 95-degree heat. He doesn't get tired. He's like the Energizer Bunny. I mean, when he first came up, he would go back to Venezuela and catch or all-star games or he'd be over in Japan. Play. He just loves to play the game. But he's good. He's damn good. He's getting better. And he's sitting three home runs behind the lead. Yet he's still the end of the night discussion on MLB Network, which is a joke. He's still the guy that got eh, ESPN back the bus up over him. The team that just got duped by a fake football team duped him, duped him at the uh, home run derby. ESPN too much better, but ESPN screwed him. So they weren't talking about one of a guy that'll be top three in the MVP. Didn't even talk about him. That sucks. That sucks. But we'll stamp it. 913-576-7610. Jay Sathland, Toe Service Text Line. 913-576-7610. Speaking of Salvador Perez, at 730, I'll look at this new NFL Top 100 list. 
What is Wet Merrifield? Denny Matthews. Denny's seen everybody. Where would he rank Salvador Perez? Like, I'm kind of curious about that. He was on with Carrington as he is each and every Monday. He ranks where he thinks Salvador Perez would fit. That guy knows. We'll talk about that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Big and I.J. Bankley, Grant Nicholson. A lot of people looking to schedule the uh, Bishop Sycamores. The Centurions. We need to get that coach on. The fake team that fought their way back. And got on ESPN. Now we're talking South Perez. J Southland Tow Service text line 913-576-7610. Just call him that second stamp. George Brett, the first one. South Perez, the second stamp for the Royals generation. He has made it clear that he is that guy. Whit Merrifield of the Whit Merrifield Show. 11 a.m. each and every Monday with Cody and Gold. Well, he talked about Salvador Perez as well. Says it's like Savi's playing a video game. Yeah, he's, he's playing a video game out there. He, uh, I mean, he's he's always been a guy that when he gets hot, it's just it's kind of like you feel like he's about to hit a homer every at bat. Um, but I mean, this year I feel like he's pretty much been hot the whole year. It's been it's been really really amazing uh, to have a front row seat for. I mean, the guy just. I mean, it, it's it, it really is like every time he goes to bat, we we're expecting a homer or a double off the wall or just something something hit hard, and he's pretty much done that the entire year. And take a look at the protection he's got in the lineup. It fails in comparison to the guys like Gabby Molina. Oh, well, Carlos Beltran bats behind. You. Okay, look look what he's dealing with. Like I don't know why he's getting pitches to see. He's taking teams like the Mariners that were four and a half back from wild card. And he's killing their dreams. They keep throwing to him. He's so strong, he can golf anything out over the fence. It's fun to watch. Here's Whit Merrifield on, did the year off help, help Salvi? Don't forget, a couple years ago, he didn't play. Last year's comeback player of the year. Again, truncated season. This year, full season, he looks fresh. Did the year off help Salvi? This is uh, 
what what Merrifield thought about that. Oh, I mean, I don't know um, the specifics of, of how that year affected him. I haven't even really ever talked to him about it, but I, I imagine it was a year for him to get away. Uh, I think it was more of a mental. I think it was more of a mental regroup for him than physical. Um, I think sure. it was a chance for him to step back, really, really figure out uh, what he wanted, you know, in in this game. And uh, I think he came to the decision that he wanted to be a, a Hall of Famer, and he realized what that's going to look like, what that needs to look like uh, for him to to be able to to do that, and. Um, you know, he he grasped it. He 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 formed a plan, and it's. I mean, ever since he's come back, it's been a it's been a different salvy, and it's it's like I've been saying, it's been an absolute treat to be to have a front row seat for it. And that's coming from a guy like with Merrifield, who's four bases back, stolen bases back from Sterling Marte to MLB leads, five hits back. I mean, once this guy's you know pressing the league for leading hitter. In stolen base, like he was third guy since World War II a couple years ago to do both. It's unbelievable. Now he did mention the Hall of Fame. Does Hall of Fame come talk come up with Salvador Perez? Yeah, I mean we we joke about it all the time, but we're not really joking when we joke yeah. about it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it, it's hard to it's hard to say stuff like that and put that kind of pressure on somebody. Um, but you know he's. He's he's on his way. That's for that's for dang sure. He's he's definitely on his way. And it's gonna be fun to see. Just imagine the day. All the Royals fans that attend the Sea of Blue, watching their guy get into the Hall of Fame. Plenty with the Chiefs. Plenty with the Chiefs. What about Cooperstown? It's been few, far between, hasn't it? Been one guy. It's been George Brett. Denny Matthews, the Hall of Fame broadcast, who is in the Hall of Fame. So Denny's there with George. He's Ford Frick winner for the broadcasting side of things. Denny's seen it all since day one of the Kansas City Royals. He was asked by CDOT, has he ever seen a player as hot as Perez? Yeah, he really, he really is. It's, uh, he's, he's almost making it look too easy. But uh, my question is, why are they pitching to him? And so uh, that's a question that remains unanswered at the moment. But uh, usually there's one or two guys in the lineup, sometimes just one. And you have meetings, pitchers and catchers and pitching coach, manager, and they'll say, okay, there's one guy in their lineup that we're going to have to kind of dance around. Well, obviously, for the Royals right now, it's Perez, but uh, I guess we dance around. Nobody started the music yet. <laughs> so here's Denny on that. And here he was asked the same question Witt was, as far as do you think the time off helped Salvi and uh, kind of rejuvenated him? Yeah, and I think there's a lot in what you just said regarding not playing the whole schedule last year. So, And if you think back, that's a ways back now, all the way to February spring training, he came to spring training in great shape. He came to spring training motivated. He came to spring training with the thought in his mind that he was going to have as good a year as he could possibly have, and it's just carried over. He was red hot in the spring. Now, normally you talk about a catcher carrying a hot bat into September. It doesn't happen that often, but how often has a guy been red hot in the spring and then the season starts and he's cooled off some? But uh, not Perez. He's just been motivated from start to finish, and that's really paying off for him. One of the questions we had, we would talk about, is he the second greatest Royal of all time? Denny weighs in. Yeah, I would agree with that, depending on what your criteria is for the greatest. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's certainly 
excelled at, to me, the toughest position in baseball. And not only tough mentally, but physically, you just get beat up game after game. Uh, shortstop's a very difficult position, and of course you have to play a, a good solid center field, especially in our ballpark. But yeah, I would I would say that he's easily in the top three or four right now. The top three or four right now, and the question was posed if he continues on this trend, on this trajectory, doing these kind of numbers, can he be the second best player in Royals history? Then Denny was asked to rank who he thinks maybe the top five Royals of all time are. Yeah, you have Brett, you have Perez, uh, and I think you have to bring up the name Mike Sweeney, who really distinguished himself on a, a team that did not win many games. So Mike Sweeney would be in the uh, in the mix for sure. I'm just kind of going around different positions. Uh, Amos Otis, Willie Wilson, uh, Carlos Beltran would come to mind. Yeah, and then we're leaving out the pitchers. We're just talking about position players here. But uh, Freddie Potek, who gave the Royals some great years at, at the tough position of shortstop, Many, many, but uh, again, without the list in front of me, why that's about the best I can do right now, but those are, are pretty good players I just named. So there's Denny Matthews. You catch Denny each and every uh, Monday at 3 o'clock with Carrington Harrison on the drive. Always good stuff from Denny. I love to hear his perspective because he can give you the previous guys, the current guys, kind of mesh them together, which is real, which is he's seen it all. He's been there. He's done that. He's a great guy to give a reference to. Hey, who's the better player? You've seen them all. You've seen them in spring training. You saw them in the regular season. You've seen them in Cleveland. You've seen them in Detroit. You've seen them everywhere. You've seen these guys. Who's the best? Great question for Denny Matthews. You can hear that full interview on demand, 610sports.com or the all-new Odyssey app. Phone number is 913-576-7610. If you agree, the Salve really stamped your thoughts of this generation of the Royals. They won the World Championship. Can he be part of the next one? Hopefully so. Bobby Wood Jr., Daniel Lynch and company, Whit Merrifield, can they all be part of of that group going forward for the Kansas City Royals. They've won 10 of the last 14. They've been fun to watch on TV. They've been really pesky on the base pass. Teams don't like to play the Royals. They respect what the Royals are doing. The Royals are tough out. They're a tough team to beat at this point. Man, have things changed since the All-Star break with this team. But coming up next, we know the NFL Top 100 came out from the players where they named their favorite players or their best players in the NFL. And some of it's based on past experience. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes was number one. There's a new list that has the top 100. We'll go over that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to Big and Night, Jay Bankley, Grant Nicholson, producing the operation. So, Grant, we had a lot of fun with the uh, NFL Top 100 yesterday. Patrick Mahomes, your number one guy in that, deservedly so. Fun to see. I don't know if you're a list guy or not, but this list is actually pretty important because your fellow players do it. The NFL Top 100, it's been released in three different shows on NFL Network. It means a lot because it's the players voting. Patrick Mahomes was number one this year. Last year, he was number four. Travis Kelsey was number five this year. Last year, he was number 18. Tyreek Hill was number 15 this year. Last year, he was 22. Chris Jones, 34. I don't think he's wild about that. Last year, was 52. The Honey Badger, 58. Last year, 39. All right, so ESPN. And I don't know how much seriousness we can look at this because they were the ones that were duped with the fake football team, right? The Centurions, the Bishop Sycamore Centurions, but they put out a list of their top 100 players, and the way they did it is basically the way things are going now. The way things that are now, the projections for the players, this is what they said about creating their list. To create their list, they asked an ESPN panel of more than 50 NFL experts to rate players based on how good they are or how good they will be in the 2021 season compared to their peers. Emphasis was placed solely on expectations for the upcoming season and predicting potential greatness rather than past performance, career resume, or positional value. That means long-term injuries like the one of Michael Thomas is dealing with played a part for those rankings. All right. How many do you think they got? They got five on the NFL Top 100. How much are you guessing that the... Bishop Gore or Bishop Sycamore <laughs> hoaxers got for top. Bink, you spoiled it earlier. I know the answer. You said seven earlier. It's seven, right? Oh, I didn't know you paid attention to me. Bink, I'm in a glass box. I'm not allowed to leave. I have to pay attention. This is true. You are a captive audience. <laughs> this is true. But I want to pay attention as well. You like and the you stuff. And said, you said seven. Seven guys. I'm just curious who they added. I'm not sure. Joe Tooney, maybe? Well, have some patience. Okay, sorry, sorry. Their number one player was Patrick Mahomes. Way to go out on a limb. But he last year, he was number one as well. So they gave it to him last year at one. He's four on NFL.com. They gave him one. Now, their projections this year are 4,896 yards passing, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks. Disagree, disagree. He's going over 5,050 touchdowns. 
You get an extra game. Again, if you say, you well, think he's going over 5,000 and 50, both of them. I think he does. 50 touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns, dude. He's done it before. Yeah, he has, but that's like two and a half touchdowns a game. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man. Like a fine wine, you get better with age, right? And he was already damn good. I mean, I'm not sitting here believing those were all-time highs in 2018. Like, he's getting better each and every year. Now, the defense is better. He didn't have to do what he did that first year. Didn't he doesn't t- have to do what he did that MVP year because he lost the game scoring 50 points against the Rams. Lost it. It was, it was a lot like Texas Tech. And didn't the Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes or somebody said that they're going to have to have longer drives. They're going to have to have more running involved and stuff. He already went over five. He had 5,097, 50 touchdowns in 18. I'm just not sure I see it. I'd love to see it. It'd be badass, but. Not going to doubt it. With that guy, I'm not going to doubt it. Tyreek Hill, who was on the uh, NFL Top 100. He ranked 15th, 22 last year. They gave him number five. Last year, he was 11th. His predictions, 1369 receiving, 10 touchdowns. That's probably in a, in a decent wheelhouse. Travis Kelsey's there. So three guys in the top 10. Again, they're going for current projections, not what you've done in the past. Travis Kelsey on the ESPN list, or excuse me, NFL top 100. He was the fifth player last year, 18, on the ESPN list. Kelsey listed at number 10. Last year, 17, his projections, 13-22, 11 touchdowns. Those are hard to argue. Those are hard to argue. Now, somebody who's getting a lot more respect than he did in the, in the uh, from the NFL players, this is where it goes the other direction, the NFL top 100, the Honey Badger, 58th, last year, 39. ESPN put the Honey Badger at number 25. 25. 58 on NFL Top 100, but last year's rank was 36. He's going up, according to this. They're projected him at 77 tackles, two picks, a sack, and a forced fumble. Now, Chris Jones is where I have the biggest problem. Biggest problem on this list. I thought he was better in the NFL Top 100 to be in rank the 41st best player. Or no, 34th. 34th, excuse me, he was 52 last year. They have him at 41. Last year's rank was 29. That, that's not paying attention to what's going on. Chris Jones goes backwards in this? When We'll get to it in a minute when there's another guy added to the list now of saying defensive player of the year. This is what they projected for him. Seven sacks, two forced fumbles, 48 tackles. No, he's going inside and outside. He's going to double that sack number. Yeah, I was about to say at least Mark double. the tape, whatever you, you you want to do. He's going to more than double that. I would take the over on him doubling that. I mean, we talked about arrows earlier. What direction you think the Chiefs wide receivers' arrows are pointing? Isn't Chris Jones just like skyrocketing straight 100%. up? He had the most impressive training camp of anybody I saw. Honestly. It's not just hyperbole. It's not just hearsay. It's not just me pulling something out of my butt and saying, no, he's the best training camp. No, it's true. Even Brett Veach said that. Best training camp he thought he saw. Now, here's the ones you don't know. These are the guys that did not show up on the NFL Top 100, but deservedly so. Joe Tooney comes in at number 97. Last year, not ranked. He's just the quiet assassin. He just goes out and does his job, man. Doesn't get the accolades, even though people consider him the best interior lineman free agency this year. He is the only guy out of this group and the only guy in the history of the league 
to come into the league in 2016 and start in three straight Super Bowls. The only guy ever to do it, Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney. Last but not least, coming in at number 100. Thank you, Baltimore. Only time you'll hear me saying that, Orlando Brown. Last year unranked, gets in here at 100. Hopefully you see him and Tooney go way, way up next year. The honey Badger did. These guys should. So that was their uh, top 100 list. The Chiefs ended up with seven guys in it. The only team that had more was eight in the Buccaneers. The only guys that had over that number. Bucky Brooks from NFL.com. Because I, I played Michael Robinson. He that, that, From NFL Network, the former fullback, said that he thinks Chris Jones will be Defensive Player of the Year. Bucky Brooks put him in as the top five contenders for Defensive Player of the Year. I 100% agree. I know Alex Gold was out in Vegas, and he put a little something-something on it. T- totally illegal. Isn't he just going to maul people this year? Jones? Yeah. He absolutely He's is. He's going to eat them alive. I think so, man. They, they, <laughs> As good as this offensive line is, like he made a better iron sharpens iron, as being him. He said, that's what Jones did with this line. He was trouble. He's already got a sack from the inside. In Frisco, got a sack for the outside. Nice little inside move against the Cardinals in game two. Did not play this last week. Chris Jones is going to turn some heads. He's going to be he's going to be a thorn in the side of NFL teams. You don't know if he's going to be inside, outside. You don't know where he's going to line up. He's the honey badger defensive line, in my opinion. And Chris Jones, I think, gets the defensive player of the year only because he's now got that extra additive that J.J. Watt had all those years. He played inside, outside. Like, he's versatile. Completely, yeah, DeForest Buckner. When you look at guys in the AFC, the inside defensive lineman, DeForest Buckner, sure. Quality guy, Aaron Donald in the NFC. Chris Jones right there, but he goes inside and outside. Same thing they're doing with Mike Dana. I really like Chris Jones. That goes, he, he goes from 29 to 41. In a year where she actually got better again. What? Like I don't have a problem with what they did. Kelsey was 10th. He's better than that. He's better than that. But Chris Jones is better than 41. Especially dropping. How do you drop the guy? I don't get it. I don't get it. Our phone number 913-576-7610. Josh Klingler, the sideline reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs. You hear him on Fesco in the morning as well. He talked to Trey Smith and uh, McCole Hardman, plus Kay Adams from NFL Network who did the TV side. She spoke about her experiences covering the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get into both those things and your phone calls next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. 
Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Bank at Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Gene Taylor was on in K-Man with the, our dude John Kurtz. He's expecting 30,000 Cats fans to be down in Dallas. That's what I'm talking about. See, all these things help. I mean, I know that they're going to try to keep the Big 12 together like glue. But you want to make yourself attractive to other places. Again, it's attendance, not eyeballs. Well, it's not about cable now anyway. It's about your brand. That stuff doesn't hurt. That stuff does not hurt. Man, I hope we kick Stanford's ass, man. It's a nice game. I think K-State's going to win this game. 100%. Stanford's going with a more experienced group, though. Across the board, K-State's pretty experienced, too. You look up and down the two deep. And Skylar Thompson's been there forever. I think they've had two freshmen on their teams. Well, more than that on their team, but they'll be playing Saturday. Skylar Thompson, he's been there for a decade, man. They're fine. Malik Knowles. Will Howard's the backup. Jaron McPherson. You do anything uh, in my guy Deuce. Of course. I mean, you can't forget Deuce Vaughn. What are you doing for the game? I will be watching by myself. Sounds riveting. As I do many, many times. You know what? I'm not going to criticize you at all because that's exactly what I do when it comes to teams I want to watch. I don't like watching with other people. I never have. Never will. K-State games are kind of different. And it's the first game of the season. I'll probably just watch this one by myself. But I don't want to watch them with people who are not going to be invested necessarily. No, I'm with you. Like other games you can, right? Yeah, Like the Saturday night game, game you can belly up to the bar. Like Chiefs games are fine, all that stuff. Like you can belly up to the bar and watch Georgia and Clemson. I'm not, though. I like to watch those games. But like an important K-State game, you know, it just hits different. It's fun, man. It's fun to be back, isn't it? If they travel 30,000 down there for an opening game, woohoo! Look out, Jerry's world. 
Our sideline reporter is Josh Klingler. Of course, he's on the radio broadcast. Mitch Holtis of the play-by-play. And of course, Chiefs Kingdom show coming your direction at 7 o'clock on Monday nights. And Dana Hughes, our friend doing the color analyst, former chief, Dana Hughes. But there's Kling right there. I love that, man, because Kling was talking to our guy. He was talking to our guy, Trey Smith. And he was talking to him on the sidelines during the game. And Kling had started off here asking kind of trace thoughts on playing with this offensive line that boasts three rookies. I mean, it's been a blessing uh, being a part of this group. Uh, you know, a really good working mentality every day uh, with Coach Heck, uh, Coach Matei leading us every day out there. Uh, but, you know, it's been really a lot of fun. We go to work every day, and I love my job. You guys have played quite a bit together. How much value is that in that group of five getting as many reps as you had here in the, in the uh, preseason? Oh, yeah, it's priceless. Um, you know, just communication overall, just gelling, understanding the man beside you. You know, it's, it's impacted us a lot. You know, we're getting a lot better every day we go out there. You got a little edge to you. I like that. I remember a quote you had early on. You said you liked the violence of the game. Yeah. Um, is that is that a mentality you've always had as an offensive lineman to get after people? Yeah, I, I definitely say so. Um, you know, I just wanted to physically dominate people, you know, allow our playmakers to make plays and give them an opportunity. So. What's the what's the best part of physically dominating somebody? Uh, putting them on their back. <laughs> you know, just rolling them over, man. That's the most fun. Rookie right next to you. Lucas Niang right next to you, yep. basically a rookie. Uh, describe that that group, that class. I guess you're you're kind of you're all doing this at the same time together for the first time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we just go to work every day. Uh, you know, we're striving for perfection, but obviously we will never be perfect. But you know, we're learning things on the go. Um, it's really a great uh, group of guys to go to work with, and really excited about it, man. It's, it's a blessing to play next to both those guys. You guys hang off the field too? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> kind of getting to know each other that way too. Yeah, definitely. All right, you got Patrick Mahomes in the end zone. That was good. Yeah. We, we needed to we, we needed to see that. Everybody needed to see that. Oh yeah. Your first impressions of playing here at Arrowhead with a pretty big crowd. Oh, dude, it's beautiful, man. The energy these fans bring, the passion. I mean, it's unbelievable, man. You know, Orlando was speaking on it earlier. Uh, you know, this is special. This environment is extremely special. And you know, the fact that I'm here, man. Thank God every day for it. Are you are you allowed to kind of take it in a little bit? I mean, you got a game to prepare for, yeah. and you're able to soak in. Oh, yeah. know what's going on around you? Yeah, no, nah, I definitely am. Just able to look around and just be like, man, this is beautiful, man. That's what football's all about. Louder in Tennessee, right? Just say it. <laughs> just, so go ahead and say it. Uh, yes. It will be. It will it be. Will on, be. It will be it on, on the game day. day. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. Well, Trey, thanks for a few minutes. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having right. me. Man, I'm excited about seeing him. He's such a nice guy, man. But on the field, he's not. And that's that's cool. That's what you want. You want to shake your hands and kiss your baby guys off the field, but on the field, you want to tear your head off, guys? You want punish guys? You want pancakes? You want to be thinking about IHOP, baby. You want to talk about pancakes? It's Trey Smith. But off the field, nice guy. On the field, no. Kind of like you, Grant. Off the air, nice guy. On the air, yeah. Take it or leave it. I like it. You get a little spice, a little attitude. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, Kling does a great job on that. The other one, Kay Adams, who's on NFL Network, Good Morning Football. You've probably seen Kay. She did the... uh, she did the sideline via the TV. So she was assigned for Chiefs for three weeks. What was her impressions of being around the Chiefs every single day from kind of a national perspective? Kind of find it interesting. What did she learn about these Chiefs? 
My two takeaways from this, from just this game specifically, is just Coach was so happy. I got to talk to him at halftime, not on camera, but they give you, you know, a couple of minutes and somebody sort of walks you over to him. I didn't almost die like Mufasa in the gorge this time when the D-line came after me. I, I actually went too quick. Tra I need, Triggs, I need help here. What? I went, because I, because I think one time I went, I got killed in traffic and then I tried to like jump it and I was like, hey coach, before he, before he even started walking and Spags came up and wanted to tell him something. I'm like, oh snap, sorry. And they were like, whatever. And I was like, oh no. But let me just say, Coach Andy Reid was the best to me and treated me so incredibly over the three weeks that I got to hang out with them and sort of get a little bit of an inside look. After those first two drives, I was just like, you must, you must want those victory cheeseburgers. After victory cheeseburgers, he was so excited, so happy. Um, and I was really paying attention through this whole process, Triggs, about how his chemistry and the way that he and his quarterback are clicking. And I think 31 teams need to be really scared of that because Patrick Mahomes told us, that even in their pre-draft meeting, 2017, before he was even taken by the Chiefs, this is my guy. I know what he wants. I, they clicked right away at the board, off the field, all of it, and they had it going on. And now that's even grown. And I, you know, I asked them both, did, did it grow through the Super Bowl win and maybe even more through the Super Bowl loss? Like, are you guys stronger than ever right now? And yeah, and it keeps growing. That sort of got that affirmation from both of them. Obviously, there's a baby in the picture now with Sterling Sky. So they talked to me both about that and how close they are. It is so obvious how close they are. I got to stand next to Patrick when watching be like, ooh, coaches is going to like that. Ooh, don't ask coach that. He won't like that. Yeah, you should ask him that. And he just knows his coach inside and out. And I love that. The other thing I really noticed was just the culture, top to bottom, winning culture. I don't know how to explain it without being there. Shrakes, you spent some time there right when they got Mahomes and mm -hmm. sort of saw it. It's from the intern, Jordan, who helped me out at four in the morning and brought me coffee to the grounds crew. When you walk in, the fans treated it like it was the AFC championship game for all four quarters. So there's something about that. And I asked even Orlando Brown Jr. about it on the sideline. Like, you're new to this team. Talk about it. And he goes, you feel it. You just feel it in the air. Everybody doing their job. Everybody knowing that this is all about winning a Super Bowl and maybe even more than that, sort of establishing themselves as a superpower of sports teams. So I'm, I'm I was so impressed, and I just don't know who's going to take them out. That's my takeaway. I don't know. It's hard. Maybe Tampa. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Tampa. But in the AFC? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it is tough. Bills, Browns really got to break. Cool. So there's nothing like they're not scarred. They're like, screw it. We got to No, it, and know? they keep it so loose, and there are a lot. So every player, I'm like, what is it about Mahomes? Because he's mm -hmm. so loose out there, and there was a lot of, he's loose, but you're not seeing how competitive he really is. Mm -hmm. He is one of those Rodgers, Tom Brady level competitive spirits. And yeah. Everyone said that. I think there's a piece to it. We saw him celebrating and flexing and having so much fun. Mm -hmm. This guy who's a part owner of the Royals, part owner of the MLS team, like he's ten toes down in Kansas City. He is that wife community. Wife owns the team too. His yep. wife, and it just feels like they're such a part of that tradition and he's not going anywhere. They've got him for another nine years under contract. I, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime mm -hmm. soon. And he, I will say this, like you, you see you know, Brady and Belichick, the stability there obviously led to a lot of success. The thing that I felt that nobody said and I didn't ask is that Patrick Mahomes is so supported by everyone, by the players, by the front office, but I think he's got a, such a groundswell of support to help him out that I don't know how, you know, it's it's not that it's hard to, fa you know, he obviously has to go out there and execute, but he's really got a good thing going there in Kansas City. So, Chiefs fans, it was fun. Thank you for embracing me and being so great there. Uh, you know, there's really thin sidelines there. Oh, you can get I almost got knocked by the car like 19 times, but it was so fun to meet and see everybody, and uh, thanks for always watching our show. There's Kay Adams on NFL Network from Good Morning Football and her experience with Kansas City. She loves you fans. <laughs> these sidelines are bigger than a lot of these college ones, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. You ever seen Oklahoma State's 
It's like the fans are basically on the sideline. It's insane, but that's the way college sidelines are, okay? But uh, some of the pros are. Arrowhead's fine. I got a text from 785. Bink, I weigh 145 pounds, and I'm ready for my Stone Cold jersey to the opener, or do I need to go back to Pat or the Badger? Is it violating your rules? Probably not going to like what I have to say, but I'll bring that up and go around the NFL next. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 